0: And right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Get 50% off right now at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks.
1: Welcome to Shrink Chicks. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists and owners of the therapy group. We're on a mission to make therapy and therapeutic topics more relatable and accessible. So stay tuned, because in order to grow yourself,
0: you gotta know yourself. Hey, Jen. Hey, Em. Um. <laughs> Welcome to Shrink Chicks. Welcome to Shrink Chicks. We're laughing because I just made a comment about my butthole before I pushed record. And I and I gave you no warning. I just said, okay, now go. Which is really, really, I think it really brightened up
1: my day. Did it brighten up your day, babe? Every time you talk about your butthole, it brightens <laughs> up my day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure many people feel that way. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, hi. Let's talk about social media. Yeah. It's time. And because I I'm not on social media right now. Right. And, and we I just took a break. We yeah. decided, you know, we can't do anything
1: without turning it into an episode.
0: <laughs> of course not. OK, so like here here. Uh, let's give the backgrounds because I think a lot of people are experiencing this. A lot of people do dry January. I don't really drink as it is. So I was like, I'm going to fucking take off social media for January. And I was like, I'm just going to start with one week and see how it goes. And for me, a lot of it was because it just simply has not been making me feel very good. You know, as everyone talks about, we've had a lot of have a lot of difficulty trying to have another child. It's probably not happening for us. And just everyone and their fucking mother was announcing their pregnancy over Christmas. And I was like, you know what? I actually don't have to see this. I don't have to see this. Good for you. (laughs) So I just deleted it and was sort of like, okay, whatever. My husband's deleted his, too, because we're like, we both spend too much time on Instagram. Let's get off of it. And then I was like, "Okay, so now you do it so we can record an episode, and you're already back on. I'm back on. You're back on how did you How was it? did you tell it I miss it? Did you tell Instagram I miss it? I had a conversation
1: with Instagram. It also misses you. Thank you, but I got off right for the sake of this recording to see how I felt. yes, and well, first, before I get into that, because I think mine was a little less impactful, <laughs> so I don't think mine's as as important to talk about because." You know, I just was using my phone for other things. Like it wasn't. And and for the most part, personally, I don't use social media
0: that much. I don't. OK, wait. Yeah. I'm going to disagree. I do use the social media a lot. And I think you do it for the business. So we have a different relationship with social media. Exactly. So personally,
1: I'm not using it. I use it for the business. And so the hardest thing for me was to be disconnected from the social media aspect of the business. That was very challenging for me. You were
0: worried there wasn't going to be enough uh, funny postings on the stories. Exactly. So, but (laughs) who knows? And I think it was fine. (laughs) But I, okay, but also in general, you are not someone who struggles with comparison the way I do. Right. Right. That's just not something. So let you. me ask you since you've been off, how has it been for you? Great. Tell me what's different. Okay. So let's first talk about like the fears I had deleting it because I think a, a lot of people ask a ton of questions. We said we're going to do an episode about this. And a lot of us like, well, like I'm scared to delete. And I had a lot of that too because I was like, one, am I like going to be totally fucking irrelevant and lonely? Because I was like, oh, like, it keeps me connected to all these people. And I think it does do those things to a degree. But I haven't felt I was really, really concerned for me to feel like very, very lonely. And I just haven't had that experience. Like, I thought I was going to feel like so disconnected and so lonely and so irrelevant. And none of that has fucking happened. I'm sure I'm missing some shit. Anything I'm missing? Anything good? Anyone? Nothing. I mean, I also... West got married again. Yeah, Did he? I saw that on Buzzfeed. I also—that's oh, the thing. She started reading Buzzfeed articles. I, was, I wait, wait. No, no. The other day, I woke up and read CNN. So I was like, on my phone. <laughs> I like was like, I guess I'll just like fucking
1: watch the news. Also, I'm not the person to ask about like what's happening on social media yeah, because you're not I'm the just not. I'm not engaged in it as much. But no. So the loneliness thing. How did you? Like were there times in which you felt disconnected? And what did you do with that if you did? like were there what how did you handle that as opposed to like when you're on social media and if you're mm-hmm. feeling lonely or disconnected, right? there It's a quick fix to be like, I can just get on social media and see what everyone's doing. I can it's almost like a false sense of connection.
0: OK, except for here's the fucking thing, though, I was feeling more lonely and disconnected being on social media than now being off of it. I see. And I think a lot of this was like the holidays are like a super stressful time, like especially if you're a parent, because you like want to give your kid this like magical fucking thing. And like people are doing these like holiday treats and like whatever events. And I was just like, oh, I'm like not going to these, not being invited to any of this stuff and like being. And so like I was feeling honestly worse on there than I have for this time off. Yeah. So it was funny the thing I was worried about was the thing I was already experiencing. Wow,
1: that is very interesting. But I think it's so it's so cool and important because that you were able to just notice what you were feeling and what was leading to feeling that way, right? Where I think that sometimes it's okay, I'm feeling lonely, I don't really know why, and so I'm going to get on social media because I think that
0: it's gonna make me feel more connected. Well, and I think that's exactly what was happening. I think I was having like a false sense of connection. Yeah. Like it wasn't actually doing the thing I was telling myself that it was doing. And sort of my argument for like why I was on it so much of like, oh, like, yeah, just like didn't do those things. Yeah. And so now I'm sitting here like, okay. I'm not like I like I like Instagram. I like the thing we said last week was like we had these really funny photos we took in the office and then neither of us had anywhere to post them. So we just kept sending them to each other. <laughs> and so now we should now you could post them on our thing post all the pictures of us and dolly last week. yes i will and people are gonna be like i don't care about these (laughs) they're not gonna be like fuck nobody does no one does so i mean like i but there's certain stuff like i like being able to see like my friends kids like get older and like see like certain stuff that i think is like really nice and so i have to now figure out i don't plan on being off of instagram for forever um but now I have to figure out what it's going to look like. And I'll tell you the thing also that was making it worse was I specifically deleted TikTok because it was making me feel like shit and I was addicted to it. And then all the the talkies came on over to the reels and I was reeling over there and I'm just addicted to mini videos. I mean, I could just, but I also kept, I watched one fucking thing about, um like, homesteading and gardening and then I got, like, a million fucking, like, anti-vax things and a million, like, And so you watch one little video, and the algorithm just gives you all those things. And the ads, too, right? Like the amount of ads
1: you get around things if you're watching certain videos. I've got shit
0: off fucking Amazon since I've been off social media. Are you so rich now? I'm so rich now. (laughs) I haven't bought a single thing off Amazon. I was talking to my
1: brother the other day. He bought a juicer because... Of an ad. Of an ad. And he was like, all of a sudden, I was like, I just felt like I needed
0: this juicer. I was like, those ads are so good. They're so good good. I know. And they are so good at making you want something or making you feel like shit. Ma- and making like, you think uh, yes. that you
1: need something, that you had yes. you had no purpose. There was no way he was thinking, I need to buy a juicer before this. How long
0: he going to use that juicer for? That's what I
1: asked him. I watched him using it the other day. We were FaceTiming. He was like, well, I have a bunch of vegetables I have nothing to do with because I don't cook. So I'm just going to stick them all in this juicer. So anyway, I- we'll see. Time will tell. I'll keep you
0: posted. I'll, I'll tell you on like another yeah, episode. Yeah, I would like to know. If he's still using it. So I think, so one, I just, I'm spending less money and I'm just not feeling as lonely. So now it's like, well, what do I do with this? Right? Like now I sort of have this information that maybe it really wasn't doing the things I thought it was. And what am I supposed to do with this now? Do you have a sense of how you want your relationship with
1: social media to change when you go back on? Or does that still taking time to figure out?
0: No, I think I do. But here's my concern. Am I able to do that when the ads and the marketing is done in a way to make you powerless? Like I I realize that that's a dramatic thing to say, but I'm going to fucking stand by it Mm -hmm. because this is set up to suck you in. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Oh, totally. So I know what I want. So we definitely want to take the rest of January off. And then I want to start back again in February. I wish there was a way to pick and choose. Like if I could just turn off reels and turn off, you know what I mean? Like if there's a way to do sort of stuff, definitely the one thing I'm going to do as soon as I get on is I'm going to, I follow a ton of fucking people. Yeah. I am going to decrease that. I'm going to try to decrease it at least by 75%. I think that's such a good idea. But I mean, but the reels don't work like that. That's not about who you follow. Yeah, it's not. It's not. So I wish that there was a way to pick and choose certain aspects of it. And so we'll see. We'll see if I get sucked in again or if this like experiment worked the way I wanted it to. Yeah. You know, what's something I do is I try
1: to be conscious. I do this on my phone as much as possible is that I'll go from a a period of time. Typically, I'm on social media when I'm bored and I'm just like, I'm trying to either like wake myself up. I know that is not healthy, but, (laughs) you know, it's just like I'm trying to wake myself up or I'm just bored and I just like once. I or I'm procrastinating. Honestly, yeah, like so when all I'm of I'm it procrast- sounds like ADHD. A hundred percent. So it's all of those things. But I'm I. I try to be very conscious of when I'm going from like this is filling a need for me, or that to this is taking from me. Mm-hmm. And I notice that that happens internally for me as I'm feeling my chest get tighter, and I start to go from a place of like I'm receiving some sort of serotonin from this, yeah, to it's taking something away. Like I'm no, and I can feel it in my chest. I can feel like weighted down. I start to See, be annoyed.
0: Ugh. I start to feel annoyed as I'm going through it. See, mine is so much more subliminal than that so you you know what i mean like mine is so much more like i'll like watch these videos all these fucking reels in a row and then like the next day i'm like oh i'm a horrible mom like mine seems to come after like it like embeds in my psyche in wow. some way and then it like hits me later of like oh like that well that's now i that's not how i should be parenting that's why i shouldn't be organizing this or like doing that like it feels so i don't in the moment i am not realizing it and my moment i'm like this is great. I'll just watch 10 more minutes of videos. And then like an hour later, I'm like, whoa. What? <laughs> Honestly, do you remember Vine? Yeah, I remember I Well, that was before TikTok, Vine right? Was Vine was yeah. yeah, it's a, yeah. a
1: similar thing, right? It was before any of this happened. But I think that that, okay, so this is a really good example. And we'd love to talk about the differences between how Emily and I process things, because assuming you relate to one or the other or both, or maybe someone else, neither of us at all. and And so I encourage you to think about how does your consumption of social media affect you specifically? So for me, Mm -hmm. it starts to wear on me in the moment. For Emily, she recognizes that it hits her later and that- In shame. In shame. shame, In shame. So I think that's a really good activity for you to do for yourself is to think about, right, we're not saying social media is inherently bad or wrong. Mm -mm. What we're saying is that to just understand and be conscious of how it's affecting you specifically. Yeah.
0: So let's go through a bunch of questions. Yeah. We've got a ton of questions about this. Okay, so first question is taking a break from it really realistic. Yes. I think so. Case in point. Case in point. I think so. I guess what's the point of the break for you? Yeah. Are you doing, if I was to say to myself, I'm going to take a year off, I don't know if that would have been realistic, but I started with week actually. I was like, okay, I'm going to start with just taking one week off and then to two. And then I was in my head, I was like, I can easily fucking do the full month of January. Like I would like to try So I do think that's realistic, but I think it's one of the things of like, are you just then going to go back into the same exact habits when you get on? What do you want to do with the shit that you learn from the break? I think that's the more important part. Like making it intentional, right? Like this is an intentional
1: break. This isn't a punishment. This isn't a, right? I'm I'm creating this break to see what space comes up from the break, like, to see what feelings might come up from the break, right, and and what I end up doing with those feelings because social media is a really easy way to avoid certain feelings, even boredom. Boredom is a feeling, yeah. right? It's an easy way to avoid and fill time. And so the question is, how is it affecting you? What's your intention around taking this break? and What do you want to learn from it? Then how do you want to reroute your relationship around social media?
0: Yeah. Okay, so somebody else had said, why is it so hard to take a break? Is it FOMO? I will say this. I think this stuff that came out to me was what some of the stuff I'm talking about, the fear of missing out of stuff. So yes, the FOMO of it. But also the fear of what does this mean for me and other people's lives? Am I not going to be relevant anymore? Are people not going to talk to me anymore? Am I not going to hear anyone? Like, am I going to be rejected, ignored, lonely? So I think a lot of it is like, what is the emotion that you have attached to it And the part of it being of like, for me, that's what was so hard about it. Yeah.
1: And it's different for everyone. Yes. Right. That this and I think that that's it's not a blanket statement of why is this so hard? It's it's hard for everyone for the same reasons. It's hard for everyone for different reasons. Yeah. How to take a break without missing out
0: on friends updates. You just will. I think that's the thing you have to say to yourself is that like you're not going to delete this app. And then it's going to everything's sort of function the same way. Like that was something like I sort of had to get rid of was like, I will be honest, but part of it for me was like, how am I going to know if other people are pregnant? So I know to like congratulate them or avoid them if I was having trigger and stuff. You know what I mean? And I was just like, I guess I can't. Right. Like, so what I did was like I posted on my Instagram story and I said, I'm taking a break from social media. And if you want to, I believe what I said was so call me, beat me if you want to reach me. <laughs> um <laughs>
1: I miss that because I'm not in, on social media enough, but that is funny.
0: <laughs> and um, nobody did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. No, I no called one, you yeah. and
1: beeped you. Well, you okay? I love you. you, but
0: you would do all of those <laughs> things every hour on the hour anyway. That doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: Sometimes Emily and I will leave a situation to- <laughs> together. and We'll be like, bye, like this Friday. We were like, bye, have a good weekend. And they were like, what are we saying? I'll talk to you in like five
0: seconds. <laughs> and so I literally called her five <laughs> seconds later. So I think I had to be okay with whatever was going to come from this. And yeah, like I sort of like, okay, like I like a little bit thought people like were going to text me and be like, hey, so you're off Instagram. Like, okay, N- didn't happen. <laughs> How do you feel about the fact that that didn't happen? <laughs> I, feel, I feel fine. At first I was a little bit like, nobody cares and like they didn't (laughs) nobody cared but also here's the thing
1: the people that care about you you're probably texting anyway
0: you know you're not you're not getting your updates just from social media it was funny because the comments that i did get like anyone who did say anything about it was like hey yes or like did something happen like people were like real concerned like it was like done enough like yeah like what was that about like like you were having like a like a break <laughs> yes and I was like oh yeah I just like and like my answer is really just like I just it wasn't making me feel good so I didn't want to do anything that didn't make me feel good yeah, it sort of was where I'm at but people were like real like assuming some like trauma happened
1: <gasps> I feel like I feel like that's a similar response to when anyone does something that's counterculture, right? Like if anyone right, if, if people are doing dry Dry January, if people just decide to uh, become sober, right, that there's yes. always questions around it. Like, did something happen, that something must have happened in order for you to make a decision that is counterculture, Mm -hmm. But I think that it's natural. People do have reactions to things when you make a decision that goes against the norms, where the norm today is like you're on social media. You share your updates on social media. You talk to everyone. You communicate through social media, sending reels to each other, whatever it is. And so you're, by making this choice, you're doing something that's counterculture and that people are
0: going to have a response to it. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think the other thing, like if we're being honest, that like, We've talked about it a lot and I and I, I like, I'm I scared to say this into a microphone and have it recorded because I I don't know if this makes me sound very like full of myself or entitled. But like I get at least three to four DMs a week of somebody looking for either book recommendations or finding a therapist or thoughts about what their cousin's niece should do. And although I love helping people, I've made a career of helping people, I don't actually want that yeah. multiple times a week when like you know like that's my job yeah so like so there was that part that like I also feel is sort of embarrassed to say that online yeah I don't know I don't know if that sounds like really for myself but like it is kind of fucking it's it's a bit tiring it's I don't think okay my experience of that is
1: that I think that's natural when you are part of a profession yeah where right if you're a doctor and you're um, sure if your toes infected, you have a doctor friend like my friend. My friend Jamie is a nurse practitioner. If I have anything wrong with my body, I'm sending her a picture of it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> one time I was in the ER
0: and I called Jamie. Yes.
1: <laughs> so like she's getting a text from me. I probably am exhausting her, you
0: know, when those yeah. things come up. But I think that that's na- I think that naturally
1: Wait. happens.
0: OK, but you're like her friend. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This was actually it was always like peripheral. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, so there was something that that also felt, one, extra um, intense and responsible, right? Like, I don't actually know the right match for you. Here are some recommendations I have of folks I think that was good. But, like, I I don't actually know you very well or know this. And so there was something that felt, um, I don't know, it felt like too much pressure. And it felt like I had enough pressure on my life at the time. I also think,
1: just knowing you as a person, you take on... A level of responsibility <laughs> <laughs> when someone right, like if someone texts you, you're like, I will try to find you. This is the my job yes. to take. You know, like it's it's like zero to where I can be like, okay, I'm going to do my best to like send so that it doesn't weigh. as You're heavily. like here's I'm a like, website link. Here's and I'm a like, website. Tell me everything that yeah, yeah. I'll do it for like, you. Like you, you will literally take that on yeah. as like your personal mission. So I don't think that sounds I don't think it sounds full of you. I, I think it's just when someone texts you, you take that on so heavily of like everything else needs to shut down and I need to take
0: care of this yeah. person and I did, yeah. and so and that's what I mean that like I also was not being healthy with shit, right? right? So like I also, you know, yeah, it was just difficult. like this was truly like, and I will say this de- the deletion of social media for now. It's 100% about me and 0% about anyone else. That's all I know. And that's the thing. Because if I, like part of the reason why I was struggling
1: being off social media is if someone did send me those texts and I wasn't able to respond to them to get them connected to Nikki
0: yeah you know maybe you should log on to mine (laughs) i I will (laughs) because i didn't know that people could still like dm me and then you sent me a screenshot of a group message that my name was in. i was like oh so people are still sending me shit i just can't see it yeah so maybe you should get on mine i will (laughs) happy to (laughs) how do you know if you're addicted to social media how much is too much here is how we define addiction of anything is is it causing dysfunction in your current relationships in life if you are fighting that you are fighting with your partner about being on social media, maybe you're not using it well. If you find that your children are saying to you, hey, mommy, put the phone down. Hey, daddy, put the phone down. Maybe you're not. If you're getting in trouble at work for being on your phone, if you're missing appointments because you're on your phone, right? Any of those is a causing some type of disturbance and disruption in your life that goes across the board for addiction towards anything. Mm-hmm. And if
1: you're recognizing that it's infiltrating your thoughts enough that ends up affecting your
0: relationships. Yes. Um, Side note, when I was in middle school, I got really addicted to The Sims. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hard not to be addicted to The Sims. That was really exciting. And so I used to, I mean, like addicted, like I had, I would sit in my, like all weekend long, we'd just play the fucking Sims on this computer. My parents got me a computer in my room. Um, And... Then I used to be in interactions and in my head be like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. I remember being like, whoa, like, which world do I live in, man? Like having this like stoner existential thought in middle school. And
1: (laughs) what do you remember what you were trying to fast forward? It's like conversations you were in that you didn't want to be in. Fast forward, fast (laughs) forward.
0: Probably going to school. Right. Like Fast forward, fast forward. (laughs) Did it work? Whoa. (laughs) So like, yeah, like, are you, you know what I mean? Like bringing everything in to like your life outside. (laughs) Then you're like, oh, maybe this is getting weird.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's getting, I'm trying to fast forward conversations. Yeah. (laughs) I love sharing, but never want to make anyone feel bad. Have them compare. Do I just not share? Uh, First, let me say it's lovely that you're being so conscious about how your content affects other people. However, Mm -hmm. it isn't your job to protect or take care of other people's feelings. My guess is if you're asking this question, you probably do this in your life and not just on social media. You probably take responsibility for other people's emotions and feelings in your interactions, and your relationships. And so this might I could be wrong. I don't know you, but it might span to other relationships. So I think that there's um, a little, might be a little bit of work to do around um, how do I separate out the fact that other people's emotions are not my responsibility to take care of. And we could take that even deeper. I'm sure that was a responsibility of yours growing up with your parents, whatever it is. Okay. And so, so that, that's, that is what I would say is just to dig into that a little bit.
0: Yeah. I do. I think, And I think the reality is that some people that are, like, people just, like, compare, like, this is something I've done since I was little, like, that, it doesn't matter what someone else does. Like, I'm going to probably end up doing that either way. And that is not about someone else doing something differently. That's my own shit to work through. That's it. You know, right? Like, somebody, like, someone said, yeah, someone else had another question. How do you stop comparing to friends' lives? They always travel and have fun. Dude, I had that feeling every time. Like, every time I saw, especially the past few years everyone went on vacation after the like you know even too. though the pandemic still happening but like you know what i mean like we hit 2022 and everyone's like fuck it i'm traveling right and i was totally I mean weren't you too like i was totally having jealousy i feel that now any yeah. <laughs> any time yeah
1: it's not not then i feel that literally right now especially yeah. i think that having that you know, if you're seeing someone travel right now, like it is fucking freezing outside. Ugh. It's dark, it's depressing. I was just telling Emily this morning that my seasonal depression is hitting me. Yes. And so I think it also highlights like your own feelings about your experience, like the more jealous that you feel towards someone's traveling experience, the more you might be struggling or going through something in your own life, right? If it was hot outside, I could go to the beach. Like, I don't think I would be having the same jealousy that I'm having
0: now. And we also remember, like, remember that, like, it's also a fucking shit show. Like, people are truly, this is something you have to actively say to yourself every time is, like, people are actually... Posting their highlight reels. Yes, and and people are more likely to post when they're going on vacation.
1: I haven't posted on my personal social media in so long. I went on vacation. I was posting
0: constantly. You were also posting about how you had no luggage. Yeah, I had and no you were luggage. Losing yeah. your mind. I was <laughs> trying to be honest too. At the same <laughs> the, time, you, you actually were not posting your highlight. <laughs> That's reel. true. I was trying to be honest you were about in my experience. Same yeah. for
1: three fucking days. It was a hotel robe. <laughs> <laughs> my hotel robe was really getting me through. <laughs> Yeah but I, but I think that that you have to realize that when you are consuming social media that people are more likely to be posting the things when they're having fun when they're enjoying something when they're having a good meal when they're out to dinner when they're with friends because it's more um entertaining Yeah. Right. There's there's more entertainment behind it. People are gonna more likely to respond to you and say, Oh my God, where are you? or what's going on? Right. It's a it's more of a bid for connection when you're posting that, rather than like, I'm gonna post like, you know, I
0: don't know, picture of this wall. I don't know what the (laughs) hell. I don't know. (laughs) You would try to think of like a boring thing. Well, like, yeah, but okay, like over the holidays, like some people were going away and like I was like at my in-laws' house in yeah. like Western Pennsylvania. Like I, I was feeling jealous. Like I fucking get it. Like I think that all that is legit. And I think that was part of it for me to get off to be like, I have got to spend more time on like making the life I want to make, as opposed to sitting here and being upset that I don't have it. Like that I was like, I have got to like get out of this a little bit because I was like in a bit of a hole. Yeah. I'm I I think. Once again, the the ability
1: to acknowledge that is such an important first step to say, like, okay, I'm realizing that looking at these things is not helping me in the ways that maybe my mind is thinking that it will.
0: Yeah. And that's what it sort of was. Like that I was sort of like, okay, I can sit here and be upset about this, or I could like fucking delete this shit and like do something about it and like change. Right. And that is sort of where it had it got to. So I really like this. Or why does TikTok make me feel so much worse than any other app? Dude, there's a lot of people on TikTok acting like they're fucking experts. I'm not sure what you're... Here's what I think. Okay, here's my guess of why TikTok makes you feel worse. It's because your algorithm is custom made to what pulled you in. And because that algorithm, that for you page is custom made of what you watch the longest, I have a feeling that you probably watch something about diet culture or something we- you know what i mean like whatever it was that they like fucking pulled you in and then all of a sudden you get a bunch of shit like that so all that stuff you have to remember it's an algorithm if you don't want that shit coming up you have to go past that video or say i don't want content like this like you do have like, but that one TikTok, I think because it does that, it's not people that you're following. I mean, they're, they're on there too, yeah. but they're also giving you just shit that you stood on. TikTok makes me feel worse than any other app too. I mean, I, I had to get off TikTok. Yeah. Like I don't even look at what TikTok. What is it for you? Yeah. What is it for you? I don't know. I think it's,
1: it, for some reason, I don't have a fully formed thought here, but it just feels so much less authentic. Like I feel like I'm constantly being, being fed like women who are like their body is what they look like, completely yeah. unachievable. You know, it's like the comparison. I think, and and I am not one to compare myself for the most part. Yeah. But it's I think it's so quick and so constant with TikTok, and so I don't know the difference. I also think with Instagram, I can go to other things. I can look at pictures. I can like it breaks it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Whereas These videos. TikTok is straight videos. It almost is happening so quick, kind of like what you said, Em, that you don't have time. I don't really have time to put that mechanism in of like, mm-hmm. is this working for me or is this not? It's like happening too fast.
0: Yeah. And I would say, why does TikTok make me feel worse than other app? I think that maybe then have to get off TikTok. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> we also have to start taking a little bit of responsibility of what the fuck we're spending our time on. Because some of this shit's not working and we and we gotta be the ones to change it. Because yeah. like TikTok's never gonna take it down. Like Instagram isn't gonna be like, oh, people are really getting addicted to reels. Maybe I should make that an option. No, it's gonna be like, hell yeah, we're selling more items. Yeah. We're just gonna keep this pushing. That's how that. we make money. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, and so I think that's a good point is
1: that like you get to make the choice to not be like, I don't, I don't go on TikTok. I go on rails just because it doesn't, it, you can recognize the difference. And once again, I know I'm a broken record here, but the fact that you can recognize that TikTok makes you feel worse yeah. is a really important step to be able to make that choice.
0: Yeah. Uh, what if it's a helpful coping mechanism for you? Great. Is that wonderful. true? I have to ask, is it true though? Yes. Right? Like. And if it really is, if you can really sit here and say, no, I genuinely feel better, but there is a difference. Here's what I think it is. When we say it's a helpful coping mechanism, what I believe is that it is an immediate and quick numbing attribute mechanism. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that it's healthy. Something can be helpful and not healthy. Yeah. And because it works so fucking quick to numb you if you want... It is probably one of the best coping mechanisms there is to get out of your head. Now, if my option is self-harm or fucking Instagram, fuck yeah, man. Rock that IG train all day, baby. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> like if we're sitting here and saying like, no, actually, like my options are that like I go towards my like, you know, I start drinking and I'm sober or like, I start yeah, like
1: man. having a strong I, I'm going to yes. be real reactive. And this is the way I'm going to like
0: then fucking right? myself like, down. Yep but for me it wasn't doing that right. it was it was the worst one right
1: and i think also something can be helpful at a period of time and then turn into not helpful right that yeah. that just because it's helpful in one area of your life doesn't mean it's always helpful for every coping so mm-hmm. that's so if it's if if you can recognize being on social media is helpful for me in this specific area of my life are there times in which it goes from being helpful to not helpful and how can i figure out when that happens and what kind of boundary can i set around that right where yeah. if i'm really activated and i know that I have to go on social media for like 10 minutes in order to uh, be able to disconnect and numb a little bit in a way that's healthy for me so that I don't do something that's destructive, then go for it. But if you recognize after that 10 minutes, you are numbing like for a really long time, it's not helping you. You're not processing your emotions. How do you set that boundary
0: around how long you're going to be on social media, for example? Here's something we should talk about okay? because I think this is where people get. Someone said some tips for growing a business on social media because here's the thing. I know that social media was very helpful in growing our business, don't you think? Hugely. Uh, that's one of the reasons why it's been difficult to figure out my relationship with it because, like, there's one part of rel- of social media that's fucking banging for marketing. It just is good. It's literally the – I would say –
1: of the reason why I engage with social media is because of our business. The 20% for me is personal. But I think because it's been, because it is something you feel like you have some sort of control over in terms of growing your business at times, right? It is. It can feel helpful to engage in that in the off times when you're like, well, what do I do now in order to support my business? It can be really, really helpful in order to grow your business. But I would say putting constraints around that in order to take care of yourself, because that is also work, right? Like you are doing work when you are putting content out there for social media for your business.
0: So think about it this way. So this person saying like some tips for growing business on social media. You have to check in with your mindset around it. If your mindset, when I am marketing my business and I am never trying to get everyone to like me, I've never thought about like putting an ad out and like, oh, some people are going to read this and hate it. And you have to remember the same thing happens with social media. They just get the opportunity to comment and say something shitty or fucking do something. So when you're thinking about posting, it has to be about like. Is this going to go somewhere, right? And am I going to be okay with whatever this comes? It's not going to please everyone. They're not going to be happy about it. But if you go in with a mindset like, oh, this is going to get me a gajillion followers. It's going to do all this stuff. That's going to be a problem.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, Because I think this is something that I have struggled with, too, because as we're saying, the business, you know, social media has been such a huge proponent in being able to grow our business. And I recognize that social media, if I'm on it too much, I can can feel it when it starts to affect me. Mm -hmm. So... I think that has been a huge challenge. And so I think I think it's important to recognize that when you're on social media for business, you are still working. Like that is still work for you. And so just like you would boundary off anything at work from your home life, it's important to be able to boundary off social media surrounding work. Because I think it's easy to just like when you're home, just like, oh, I'm on social media for my business and, and to not recognize that there is a distinction between between the two, right? That it, it so much easy, it easily blends together when you're doing social media for your business at home. So I think being able to create really structured boundaries around when I am on social media for my business, I am still working. And so maybe I'm not doing that when I'm home with my partner, when I'm home with my kids, because I wouldn't be doing other types of work when I was doing that too. So what are your boundaries, I think, yeah. around your uh, your social media usage for your business? For me,
0: like, one of the things I think it's important to keep in mind is that, like, if you're using social media, to market your business, you have to think about it as that, as marketing and not as getting people to like you. If I was putting an ad, Jen, you're going to make fun of me. I know I'm one million years old. If you're going to put an ad in the newspaper, you <laughs> wouldn't be, uh, everyone would be making their comments at home. Oh, look at this shitty graphic design or that's a dumb ad. Nobody's saying that. But just like keep that in mind. Right. But you aren't hearing all that stuff. You're not thinking about um, how many people liked it. It's just an ad you put out to invest in your business. And you have to think about this as the same thing. It is a way you market your business that can be helpful to market your business. And every motherfucker can't have an opinion because you'll drive yourself crazy. 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 So, dear Emma and Jen. Let's do it. Okay. You got this one. Yeah, baby took a
1: social media break for my mental health a few weeks ago as I was dealing with a lot of comparison issues and it started to feel unhealthy. I wanted to do this for myself and not have to explain to anyone why I did it, but I got pushback from friends, family, and coworkers. If I do it again, how to approach these conversations or their potential pushback and questioning, I didn't want to have to explain it to anyone. Thank you.
0: So you don't know explanation to absolutely anyone. I would, you know, you so you could say like, one, I can say something like set a strong boundary of I'm actually not going to get into why I'm off social media, but I'm happy to be taking a break. You can do a silly boundary. You can say that like, because that shit's for the birds. No, thank you. You <laughs> can write like, you know, you can like have like different levels of like how you want to handle it. For me, it was really easy to be like, I just was not being healthy with it. <laughs> I was on it too much. I was too into it. I cared too much. It just wasn't good for me. And then like ends it at that. Some people though, I think it, this for some reason, like gives us a lot of fear, right? About when we're going to lose touch. You're not going to see things that I'm doing. And I think that's when going to say like, Hey, like if there's anything you're worried that I'm going to miss on, miss out on, please text me, call me. I want to see those pictures of y- your dog. I want to see, you know, any of these things, please keep me in the loop. Like, and like, I don't know. I love texting pictures to Jen every day. She probably doesn't love it, but I don't really give a shit. I love it. I (laughs) sent you a picture when you're not on social media. I just text them to you. Right? So, like, you'll have to just say, like, I guess we're just going to have to switch up one of the ways we show things to each other. Or you could just go rogue and just not tell anyone. (laughs) Yeah, go rogue. Go rogue
1: and just fucking drop off the face of the earth. What would you say, Jen? What's your answer? Well, when I did it, I just, I just didn't. You announce did nothing. It because did anyone it was... say anything to you? No. I just when I got back on it, I just had a million. It's honestly a lot of reels sent from my husband of <laughs> like videos of cats and dogs and lions.
0: <laughs> yeah, that all makes sense to me. <laughs>
1: you know, so yeah, and, and, like house design. So it's like, um, if I see anyone in person, and they're like, "Oh, did you see that realize that sent you?" I'll be like, "No, nah, I'm like off social media for the week." Yeah. You know, so so you could just make the choice to not announce it. And because in the end, you are doing this for yourself. Yeah, This is not about anyone else. This is about you. So you get to make the decision of what feels right for you. You don't owe it to anyone to let them know you're going off social media. Yeah.
0: And that's it for today's episode. That is it. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) We did it. There was what you guys don't realize there was technical difficulties halfway through this episode. This has now been recorded multiple times. We have no idea what's happening. We hope it was okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: thank you for sticking with us. Thanks we really appreciate it. it. So, <laughs> hope that this feels smoother for you than it just did for us. Okay. Um. Hey, <laughs> hey, we love when you listen to Shrink Chicks. We can't thank you enough. If you enjoyed this episode, we always ask you to rate, review, subscribe, follow an Apple podcast. Please send to a friend if you think they'd enjoy it too. You could follow us on social media. If you're not taking a break from it, you can follow us at Shrink Chicks or the therapy group. If you are looking for an um, in person therapist in Philadelphia, PA, we would love to have you in our Rittenhouse office or Westchester location. If you are virtual in the states of Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania, Florida, California, I did I get them? I, I don't know, but um, we'd mm-hmm. love to work with you. Um, and if also, not, also, we were... if you are looking for a job, And you're a a therapist. therapist. We want to hear from you.
1: We want to hear from you. Send us your resume. We are hiring. Um, We are looking for down-to-earth clinicians who are systemically minded, I would say. And so send us on your resume. Send it over to contact at thetherapygroup.com.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. And uh, don't forget that to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. We'll see you next week. Love you.